Hey guys, welcome to our American History Podcast with me, Ryan, Kristen, and Jason. Hope you enjoy. Hey guys, today we will be talking about American origins on this podcast. Hope you enjoy. In the next section of the podcast, we will all be interviewing each other. Okay, how do you guys think how do colonizers colonize and how does it work? I mean, they basically just come to a piece of land and claim it. I kind of said the same thing, but I said when a country invades an area and basically moves in with people and supplies. What do you think? I think that when colonizers are colonizing, they are trying to claim a new area so they can get their natural resources for profit most of the time. For example, the American colonies, they want there were a lot of crops over there that they didn't have in England, so that's that's how they that's one of the reasons they wanted to go over there and it works they kind of take control of the land and if there's any native people living there, they for they either force them to move out or force them to work for them. So why do you guys think that America became important to England. Um, America became important to England because it allowed the king to start taxing them to help pay for wars. Um, Britain gained lots of territory and they relied on America for lots of the trade. What do you think? So I, I think a lot of the same ideas. I think that America really became important to Britain because it was a big money source for Britain, especially during a lot of wars. They would start to tax America and get a little bit of extra money versus just taxing everyone that already lives in England. It was a lot more money. It also boosted the economy in England. It helped them get a lot of new crops and it helped them get a lot of more raw materials and supplies over there that they wouldn't normally be able to trade with back in England. So do you guys think that the colonists were justified in breaking away from Great Britain? Um, I think they were because the king was treating them wrong and overtaxing them, and that's the reason they left. I kind of have the same idea. I said yes because they felt their rights had been taken away, and nobody really wants to feel like they're being controlled. So that was a big no-no. And what do you think? So I said that I said they were justified in breaking away from Great Britain. I said this because the the uh, citizens in America felt they were being taxed unfairly because they did not have representat- representation in Parliament over in Britain, and they felt a lot of the taxes were unnecessary and they were just a spite back at America for a lot of boycotting and rioting they were doing against a lot of the taxes. In this next section, we will be talking about the Pueblo Revolt and how Native people were affected by colonizers. So how do you guys think that the indigenous people resisted against colonism? So they basically fought back against the British and they also cut off their food supply. Um, I said that they fought back, but they were often overpowered. An example would be the Taino people. They were forced to give gold and I think it was cotton. And if they didn't follow what the British had said, then they were cut off, their limbs were cut off. Uh, what do you think? 
I think that the indigenous people, they resisted colonism a lot. A lot, a lot of ways they did it was simply by not following what the colonizers asked them to do. So it, oftentimes they would be put into slavery by the colonizers and they would try to resist. Oftentimes it would not be very successful, but sometimes they were able to uh, stop them, maybe kill a few colonizers, burn down the houses, but oftentimes they did not do well. Describe what you guys think the interactions were like between the different social groups in early America. I mean, right when they came, they were kind of like nice, and after like a couple of days or something, they would start taking slaves, and then they would just like start wars between each other. Yeah, it got pretty hard. They were separated by the race and seen as less than by the whites. The Native Americans had their land taken and the African-Americans were often enslaved. What do you think? So I think the social interactions between the early groups, a lot of them weren't great, especially between the Native people and the colonizers. The colonizers did not treat the Native people very well and vice versa. There were a couple of wars like the American Indian War that were started because they did not get along. Uh, when do you guys think revolutions are justified? Um, usually when a group of people is treated wrong or unfairly by a corrupt or unfair government. Yeah, so when their rights are taken away or like the environment is bad and it becomes better uh, when a revolution begins, uh, what do you think? So I think revolutions are justified. Uh, like they said, when you, you have a lot of people being treated unfairly or something just isn't going their way so like uh with in slavery for example uh, when slaves are not being treated very fairly they a, a revolution is justified then because they feel they deserve more rights than they're given when they're not given any right another example is the american revolution they felt they weren't getting enough representation in parliament so they didn't want to be a part of the british government anymore so the Playboy revolt, do you guys think it was successful? Um, I think it was because they revolted and eventually got, I think, like 12 years of freedom. Yeah, the, the Indians got independence in the Pueblos for more than a decade. Yeah, the it was successful for the most part. It was uh, 12 years was a long time for freedom, especially back then, since most of the revolts were not successful. Eventually, the Spanish did come back and take rule over again. But the Pueblo, they were very successful. And them and the Apache Indians, they were they all worked together. And it, overall, it was a successful result. But in the end, it did not work out. In the next section, we will each be talking about what we, how we view modern America and is it similar to what we have learned about America in history? So what have you learned that supports how we see ourselves today as a country? Um, what I've just seen outside of school is that most people who actually live in America hate it. Yeah. Um, Americans are very political and they have a strong belief system, which they're willing to do anything to protect it.
What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that as Americans, we've always, be, always been very political with our rights, what we think is right, and what we think we should do as a country. An example of this is mainly why we have revolted against the British. Uh, that's because, well, we didn't feel we were being taxed right and we didn't have enough representation in government, which caused us to want to not be a part of that government anymore because we were not being treated fairly and equal as everyone else. So what have you guys learned that doesn't exactly match with what we think of ourselves as America? I mean, most people who don't live in America think it's like this great country that they could come here to have freedom. But in reality, not everyone here is treated fairly. Um, Americans often believe that they're helping others or lending hand, but in reality, we're looking out for ourselves and we're very selfish in a way because we just want the best for ourselves. What do you think? I think similar things. Yeah, I think often as we think of ourselves as a country, we often think everything we do is for justice and for the right. But in many cases, it's not like that. Like in the case of the Native Americans, when we started pushing them off their land and unintentionally killed them, but we still killed them. And we thought they were these primitive species that didn't really know what they were doing. And we thought we were giving them a better life when in reality, we were just hurting their whole system and everything about them. And most of them are now wiped out. So what TV or movie character do you think best represents America at this time? Um, I'll say Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Because he's insane and he doesn't really like anyone in, in America. No one likes each other. Um, I couldn't come up with just one character. So I said America is a whole TV series. Uh, it's called Containment. And it's very similar to our experience with COVID right now. What do you think? So I said a character that really looks and sounds like America right now, I said is the Joker from Batman. I said this because he's really crazy and he doesn't really, he can't think straight right now. And he does, he does a lot to harm other people right now. In America, people are harming other people and, and not doing the greatest things and not making great decisions. Thank you for listening to episode two of our podcast series. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.